So we back at it with another edition of the Gin and Juice Podcast And we missed last week, but we back people And we got a special episode today, we're talking about how to meet women, girls in college How to attract girls in college, man I feel like a lot of our demographic, I was checking the fucking Spotify stats Check the stats I checked the analytics, I what checked the say? SoundCloud analytics What it say? And most of it is people <laughs> in the age between 18 to 27 and There's some older dudes there, don't you know? Exactly. Shout out to the we older have a cats. very like you old ample fuckers. fan base as far as like <clears throat> age groups and shit. Hey man, I'm but, 25. I'm old. I'm old. I'm like 25 is a weird age. It's a great age, but it's like you're old to young people, but young yeah. to old people. Yeah, you're just like waiting to turn 30. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, yeah, we get so like a lot of like actually we have a, a hangouts chat that we do. We do these little chats or whatever, and. A lot of the times, I'd be asking these dudes age, and they be college age. And there's a lot, there's I've had certain of our clients actually ask us how to talk to girls in college. Yeah. We've had a couple people ask us, so yeah, I felt like we should talk about. Hey this man, topic. even if you ain't in college, you can still get back college bitches. What college bitches legal? You can exactly, be fifty eight years man. old. Hey man, hey man, hey man, hey man. It's like no matter how old you get, college girls stay the same age. Let's do know? it. I I'm not gonna waste any time, even though we just did. Number one <laughs> is to become a solo. Killer, I know college is the time to rock out figurative language, social guys. circle. Yeah, yeah, figurative language. College is like the social circle god game, but 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 you should still make it your goal to become a killer in yourself individually. Period. Just like when you learn this shit in general, you don't want to just go into it like I want to get this specific girl or I want to get good with college girls or whatever the case. You just want to get good. In general, then when you are in those situations where you can be a social god, it's just gonna carry you that much further. While some dudes might be able to get away with it, the energy, you know, the the party, the alcohol, but you, when you're outside of that environment, you can still carry it with you. And I think that shit is so important. Him? Yeah. Plus, like, it's early enough college. Like, when you're in college, it's early enough that you can still, you still have time to get a lot of fucking work in to put a lot of work you can get a lot of work in any time but the earlier you start the better it is because like you just be in your prime for way longer exactly exactly. that's why i'm glad that we fucking came across all this early puation all this other type of shit early when we break a lot of bad habits exactly so since we started early we already we're only 25 but we still have a lot of i got fucking slapped in middle school for saying a bunch of cocky funny shit i called the bitch a pan i I said some girl had a pancake butt and she actually had a fat butt so i was trying to be ironic (laughs) but it didn't work and she slapped the shit out of me and then it happened another time by another chick but guess what because i got slapped at that age, because I got slapped early on, it allowed me to be able to slap bitches today. And they like it. You know, they ask for it in the bedroom. <laughs> consensual slapping. Consensual slapping. Be, yeah, Women was, love consensuals. Yeah, yo, huh? I, you'd be surprised how many chicks are into that shit. Like, so, do you mean how many? You mean all of them? Yeah, facts. 99.9% of them. Even if you did it, they act shocked. They're going to later be like... Oh I was God. shocked, but it kind of so turned me on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know what it is? You know what I think that is? This is a little off topic, but this came to mind. The reason that uh, girls like that shit, and they like the choking, and they like like being taken in bed like that, is because... They're a bunch of thoughts. Yeah, that, but also, <laughs> but also, though, a lot of it is that... 
fucking like I think girls are so used to being in charge now. Like the roles have reversed so much in American, as far as America, America goes mm. in society. Like where girls are acting masculine mm. and men are acting feminine. That's a f- and throwing off the duality is shit. So in the bedroom, when they feel taken over, holy like that, shit! When they feel like they're like this dude is being a fucking man on on like the most caveman aggressive. It level. contrasts them so much to exactly. what they've been going through their that whole is, life. You you just blew amazing. my fucking mind. I don't know if you ever watched Mansers. It was a show back in the day. I'm not saying this is based on everything true, but they used to always. It was a show, and they used to just ask random questions that dudes would like. It was a lot of stupid shit, but it'd be like, "How much is a titty weigh?" Some stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things they talked about was like, who was the best type of chicken bed? And according to statistics, I don't really know how they got to this point, but they basically said that feminists were like the freakiest in bed or whatever the case is. And it's like, that's kind of like what you say. It's like, it's like Catholic schoolgirls or like a lot of these chicks who spend their whole lives being very like, like I know bitches who they were on lockdown when we, yeah. when we were teenage Yo. years. Like we fuck with them, these bitches. We couldn't not get them out the my dad, my mom, duh, duh, and all this Those type of shit. Yeah, and then when they get to college and they move away, they go crazy a lot of the times. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, hell yeah. Those be the girls that be wanting to go off to college, that be wanting to go away from their family and go out of state so they can thot it up, so they can just be un- unreserved and unfucking Because they've been so unleashed. heavily on one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why if I was, you know, I had a kid, I would teach them, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to be like, oh my God, that's bad, don't do it, because now you're associating all this mystery and all this shit. It's like, no, this is just sex. You have sex with a girl, don't make it a big deal. Don't lose yeah. your fucking mind. I'd rather do that than just be like, don't do it. Now you make it this dark, mysterious thing where now, you know, you're, you're like picking at their other, you know, because we all have a dark and positive nature. Yeah. So when you just fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is totally off topic, but you, yeah, you got to brace that shit. Nah, this is definitely on topic, man. This is on topic. <laughs> it's always on it's topic. It's always on topic. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Let's move on. Number two. Yo. Join a me. frat. Parties and OGs reining you in. It helps you. I never joined a frat, so I, I can't really speak on Me neither. I never joined a frat. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yo. But just think about it though. You you when you join, it's like expanding your social circle. So if you're a person who doesn't have a lot of friends, and you're like maybe, how the fuck am I supposed to do night game or whatever game, college yo, game, if I'm not at these parties? Yo, this is how you get into these parties. You join if a fucking. You were in friend. the hood. You would tell motherfuckers to join a gang. Yo, join a gang, bro. You get mad <laughs> money. All the bitches fuck with you. Get the power. No, 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 no. The problem nah. is, the thing with frats, though, is a lot of hazing shit. I don't want some nigga making me want to walk around naked <laughs> all day or some dumb shit or yo, fucking walk around with a chicken yo, costume. Yo, let me, let me tell y'all something real quick, man. I never knew shit about hazing. I grew up in the hood my whole life when motherfuckers get shot and all this shit. And it's crazy. Everyone was like, you don't want to be around that shit. But when I got to, like, when I got to high school... Right next to my school was one of the nerdiest schools. It was like the 33rd top school in the country. So a lot of times after school, I would take the bus and I would mingle with a lot of these kids. And I was actually excited because I was like, man, I've been around hood people, you know, people trying to put their chest out their whole life. Now I'm like, I'm going to be around these other kids. And it was really, really cool. But there were certain little things that I didn't really like. You know, it's just a yin and yang to everything. When you go from culture to culture, you start to realize, oh, I do like that part of my upbringing because you take it as normal or whatever the case is. Yeah. Like here, 
No one's going to disrespect you. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, like, I'm not going to go to sleep. No one's going to go to sleep here and then a dude just wake up with a carrot in his ass. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they should be, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Like, that shit, dude, you're going to die doing that <laughs> shit over here. So there's a certain level of, like, etiquette and, like, I don't know how to explain it. But I here's the story. I come, these kids that I'm fucking with, they from the smart school. They talk, They start talking about hazing and they're talking about it. And at the time, mm-hmm. I was, like, 14, 15. And they were, like, 15. They were talking about like hazing around that age, and they were talking about and laughing about it like it was so normal. Here's what they said: They said that these kids, that they made these kids run butt ass naked with slices of bread and peanut butter on their armpits, and basically they're gonna race, and whoever peanut butter slices drop from their armpits, whoever beats the other person, they have to eat the slices off the floor from the other person. Oh my. God, they were talk- and they were just laughing, and to me, I'm like, this is highly disturbing. Yeah. This, I'm like, this shit <laughs> around my way. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's not the place for human behavior, and the, the, the but epitome. But sometimes you'd be like, oh hell no, I need to go back to the hood where <laughs> motherfuckers are getting shot and shit makes yeah. sense. <laughs> what? And there's no naked people with fucking peanut butter slices on their fucking armpits and shit. Yeah, that shit was just crazy to me. But I, I never understood. You know what it is? It's the, it's the contrast to how hood people roast each other. You know how in the hood is it, there'd be roast sessions at the in the lunchroom and shit yeah, growing up, course. or like Every roast day. sessions on the block or whatever. That's, that's, that's their contrast. They're so reserved and they're so not used to that and, and so pent up that it, it manifests itself in weird shit like that, like humiliating people. Like they're so not used wow, to fucking dude, going deep. doing some roasting shit, some playful roasting shit that they gotta go take it to the next level because they think that's what they think is funny, yeah, humiliating yeah, yeah. somebody. I'm the type of person. I feel empathy towards other people's humiliation to the point where, like, if I see somebody embarrassing themselves on TV, I'll dead ass change the channel. Like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. Like, I just don't like humiliating people. I don't that, see the, you, the draw in that. I don't call, see uh, the draw in that. In a way, in the hood, too, like, in the hood, everyone wrote so much. So some people have a hard time showing positivity. Nah, there mm-hmm. is a lot of camaraderie, mm-hmm. but sometimes, you know what I mean, the conditioning could be so much just like, Ah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Like, you motherfuckers don't want to give props sometimes. Sometimes there's not as much of that middle ground the other way. So there's definitely on both sides. But, yo, what you're saying, that's actually some real deep shit. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, man. I'm sorry to go that direction, but it is what it is. It's kind of funny. I want to keep talking about this. But, (laughs) nah, nah, um, Cat was actually telling me something. For those of you who don't remember Cat, or haven't heard the early episodes. She's been on early episodes. Or and she, she mentioned instead of frat parties, join clubs. And that's a fucking good idea. Instead of joining frats, like just join mad different clubs in your school. Yeah, the whole, the whole idea is, yeah, just opening yourself up to, to different Yeah, to different groups, groups of people. Yeah. And, and don't feel limited. Like some people might feel like, okay, I'm with the theater people. So I'm only going to be with the theater people. Or I'm with, like, nah, man, be cool with everybody. Then when you're cool with all the groups, everyone's going to fuck with you. Everyone's going to be like, yo, that's that kid. He's cool. Like, he's just cool with everybody. You see him say what's up to the nerdy kids. You see him say what's up to, to the artistic kids, to whatever the case that is. That, that was something that big time when I, when I did start to meet those kids from that really good school, when I first got my first experience, like, just around that whole type of environment, 
that's that that was like the first thing that was like awesome i was like i realized how easy it was to just socialize with people because everyone's mm-hmm. so friendly now they have this there's, there's some kind of talking shit sometimes behind people's back there's some fake friendliness but there's a lot of like just general friendliness and it's you can open yourself up and that shit was something that i wasn't used to so that that, that i really fuck with that part especially early on i was like okay cool i can relax you say what's up everybody uh yeah. you know i mean you know what i mean it's just more i was actually talking about it in the chat the other day that recently I went to this party and it was like some Soho mansion party. It was mad upscale and shit. Get a load of this guy. But the shit was four floors. It was like a DJ on like almost every fucking floor. It was balconies and shit with nice ass views. It was just in the middle of LES and shit. And like somebody from from where I grew up and shit would probably think like, oh, white people. I'll probably feel uncomfortable around Spanish people or black people or whatever. Yeah, a lot of people or, think that shit. you know, maybe some inferiority shit was like, I don't know, you know, white girls. But there there was dimes there, bro. There was fucking, like, mo- literal models where, like, I would ask them, oh, so what are you into? What do you, like, what do you do in the fall? Like, what, what do you enjoy doing or whatever? And they would be like, oh, I'm a model, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, shit. And that happened multiple times. And, I, and they were so casual and so open to just exploring each other's personalities and different shit like you could just talk to them you could just walk up to them you want to dance you just walk up and yell let's dance and they'll dance with you no matter how fucking beautiful these girls these girls were fucking beautiful and there was no i guess it was just the way i carried myself but mostly the whole vibe was like that the whole night so i can't even say that it was particularly anything i did is just being comfortable with yourself and going up to them like nothing like treating them like a regular person and they just responded like a fucking regular person and had a fucking conversation with me. Got numbers. I fucking made out with the two girls. It was insane. But yeah, I, I, like, I don't see why anybody should feel intimidated by any group of yeah, fucking. Of, of course. And you have to remember, like, shit. pretty girls aren't looking at themselves all day. They're looking out into the world. So they're not really consciously thinking, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. <laughs> I, mean, I remember I told I mean, you, like. Some of them. <laughs> fact. I remember I told you, like, maybe because there was so many beautiful girls in there and dimes in there that maybe they had to humble themselves a little ooh, bit because it's like the comp- there was so much competition everywhere. The there was almost to the point spoken. where. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's like, so much dimes. Like, you bitch, can't. You better. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can't feel like you can't put herself. She can't put herself on a pedestal if there's like a hundred other bad bitches right near her, five feet away from her. So I guess she had to show her personality or whatever. Yeah. Also, a lot of chicks. <laughs> They want to. They don't want to look like the boring ones. So they want to look like they're involved. Yeah, so just yeah, talking yeah. to some random girl at the party who's alone. Don't worry about. It. She probably feels awkward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She probably wants to just get engaged, even if it's just some casual conversation. You feel me? Yeah, that's a fact, man. I met some girl from Kentucky. She was cool as fuck. She had bangs Kentucky. and a cute little gap. Did she have a Kentucky accent? Nah, it's, it's, I was so surprised she didn't. But oh, it was more shit. so because she told me she travels a what lot. A fraud. Yeah, she, she was. She only had been in New York for a year. So hello, Isabel. Shout out to you. She was really nice. She was cool. I've talked Yo, to her. Stop shouting out random hoes in the podcast. <laughs> we are fucking professional. You hear this guy? Oh man, nah, I talked. To her, I talked to her within five minutes of walking into that place. 
<laughs> so that's how fucking chill it was. Like, I, I didn't have to fucking Yo, that's, hype that's, myself up or that's anything. That's a good tip that's right there. It. Like, as soon as you walk into the place, just say what's up. Like, if there's people on the line, yeah. just walk up and be like, is this you guys' first time here? Oh, cool. This is literally, like, my first fucking time here. Is this, like, a yeah. dope spot? Just don't, don't, just say what's on your mind. If you go to a place you've exactly. never been there before, don't be like, who do I say to this random cute girl? Just be like, yo, you ever been here before? This is your first time. Like, you mm-hmm. speak what's to you you know what i mean especially when it comes to openers because openers are just there to open you know what i mean so the yeah. more you can make openers as simple as possible as casual as normal as just as fucking breathing air and walking outside and saying hi to your mailman mm-hmm. then you won't even be thinking about fucking openers, Yo, especially in social environments like college exactly one of the things i did with that chick as isabel that is like a isabel it was a, like a little hack to it was I asked her if she knew anybody at the party. And she was like, nah, I only know my friend that I came with. I was like, yo, me too. I was invited by my two friends right there and I pointed them out. I was like, I know I don't know anybody in here. And then we made like a kind of like a like a secret club of people of like, oh, it's it's me, you, and we don't know anybody else in here. So let's just like mm. kick it and talk to each other and get to know each other. Uh, that's a random nice that's just a natural one of the best flirting techniques is to create this feeling of like us against the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in whatever kind of manner you can. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it was just cool. It's like we found like a common ground, some type of camaraderie, where it's like, okay, we don't, we both don't know anybody, and this is a new thing for us. So let's just chill and talk and get to know each other, whatever. So yeah, I talked to her for a while. Um, got her number. We fucking talked about mad different shit, and I went off. Went back to my friends and kept bagging other bitches. But anyways, um, yeah, join the club. Hear, you hear this fucking, this motherfucker sounds so satisfied with himself. You hear that <laughs> smug fucking voice? He's like, yeah, and then I went back to getting a bunch of other bitches. So anyways, <laughs> yes, back yes, to this yes, little yes. podcast. With my fucking pinky up to my fucking, to my mouth. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yo, you want to uh, read the next one, bro? Ah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Three, the best place to meet girls. Oh, the best place to meet girls. Well, other than social events and part, like I know, um, social events storms where there's college, there's bars nearby, and I'm sure all the colleges, you know, all the people from college go there. Mm-hmm. And also, don't sleep on just in between classes and just on campus walking around. See you, for, not nah, guy. You could literally just be like, "Do you know where this fucking room is?" Even if you know where the fucking room is, just you know to strike where, up a conversation. You know where Miss Steinbeck's class is? <laughs> bitch don't even exist. Like, like yo, there's no Miss Steinbeck in the school. <laughs> like, really? Huh. It's like, Social? oh, <laughs> by the way, I, I kind of just want to fucking talk to you. Exactly. Mm. Yo, um, like in New York City, if you do day game or go up to girls in the middle of the street, daytime, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. you want to call it. There's certain spots that are just going to be more difficult than others. Like, for example, Soho, if you're in a big shopping strip. Absolutely. There's a crowded bitches got shopping bags. Now you're getting in between bitches and they're shopping. Which, you know, it can go well, but, you know, a lot of times the people traffic is crazy. The environment is just... Sometimes the environment... People sleep on the environment and just using that shit to your advantage. Like, that's how I know a lot of... I'm not going to say a lot of coaches are full of shit, but a lot of dudes are full of shit because they don't even mention little shit like that. Like, I noticed I will go out day game and not really think of the environment or whatever the case was, but I would notice how, like, mm-hmm. if I went up to girls 
on a Friday night in certain locations, yeah. say like at a train station where everyone gets off at, it was hard to get girls to stop because they were all on their way to meet somebody for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, so you got so in that situation, you want to go to the bars. You're gonna be outside, be outside the bars, or where people are gonna be at. Or, or that's a fact, exactly. Or like, I will go in the daytime. I will go to West Fourth Street. Because there's a park there and it's right next to NYU. Yes. So you have all these college girls. And mad dorms too. Exactly. NYU dorms nearby. And then when they see you, when they see me, they assume that I'm part of the school. So it makes it a little easier to stop them. It's like, oh, you're part. You know what I mean? It's not as much of a people trap. And also because it's a park, the pace is a little slower. People are like more relaxing. Just chilling. Exactly. So that that show, some, don't sleep on the environment. And, and you make everything your environment also. Matter of fact, that's why I don't like to fucking bag on 14th Street during the weekend. Because everybody's meeting up with somebody doing some shit, going somewhere to do some shit. So I would say even like pick the days of the week. Like if you just want to like, even I would bag Union Square Monday, Monday through Thursday type shit on some like regular casual shit. That's when people are just like lounging around or just like. Fresh out of work, like going to grab some coffee or some dumb shit. Like it's not some all dressed up to go somewhere right after. So you have to rush through a fucking set, and you can't even fucking take her to sit down somewhere real quick and do an instant date because she's actually has to meet up with her friends. You don't even got to deal with that shit. Yeah, hell yeah, yo. What's the next one, bro? All right, number four. Use casual conversation about majors and school. Be uh, it's an opportunity to qualify her and make her prove herself. This is like an early tip, like early on in the conversation, right? Yeah. Kind of helps you out. Exactly. Just early on because I wouldn't use casual conversation for very long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. more of a just to like create some type of relatable vibe and camaraderie between y'all. I just talking about your majors real quick and then moving on to who you really are. Yeah, yeah, unless she's really passionate about her major, which is like shit we said in the past. If like she's, if you ask a girl what she does yeah. and she says... I'm an artist. I paint and da da da. Oh, Perfect. Yeah, oh my god. What are you, you going to? But if she's to, like, I work at motherfucking Taco Bell, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you really want to stay here. <laughs> like, oh, maybe she's like she's in school for fashion or some shit. She goes to Fashion Inst- Institute of Technology. It's another school here in New York where it's just like focused on all aspects of fashion, fucking sewing and fucking. Like yeah. color contrast and fucking drawing, drawing, sketching up outfits and different shit like that. Yo, I so. want to actually get into that shit you said about just getting her to qualify because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're getting to know each other. You're sharing each other's life stories, but you want to get her to qualify. And we say qualify, it means getting a girl to prove that she's a quality mate, even if you do it in a way where it's casual. It could be in a way where it's not necessarily like prove, like, who are you? Are you more than a beautiful face? Because sometimes you're going to be able to do something direct like that. You might just say something like, oh, cool, so what's your major? Oh, really? So what made you choose that? You passionate about it or whatever the case is? Now you kind of put her on the spot a bit. And if she starts to actually talk, that means she has some level of giving a fuck. You know what I mean? Because if she doesn't give a fuck, she's not even going to want to get into that type of shit. This is just an easy way to casually get into shit. But you don't want to get too caught up in the platonic shit. But the whole idea is just getting a girl to naturally get into the process of saying why she likes shit rather than just logistical yes no answers this comes down to even sexual mm-hmm. when you get sexual later it's like what turns you on or why did that turn you on how mm-hmm. did that make you feel rather yes, than yes that exactly the how did that make you feel that's my bread and butter when it comes to 
trying to open up deep conversation. Like if a girl's an artist or if she does dance or if she fucking does photography, it's not more of like what do you enjoy about it, but like how do like how do you feel when you're doing it? Because then she connects that feeling to your conversation. Because she has to recall, she has to recall how she feels when she does these things that she's so passionate about. So therefore, when she starts thinking about that passion that she feels about that, then she yo, connects that passion yo, to your conversation. We're gonna have an episode on NLP. Because I think it's a topic that's mentioned a lot, even in society in general. But I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't... Say what NLP is for those people who don't know. NLP, for those who don't know, is Neuro Linguistics Programming. Mm -hmm. It was something that was popularized by one of the first dating coaches back in the day, a guy named um, Jeffrey Ross. Ross Jeffries. Shit, I fucked up. Ross Jeffries. Yeah. (laughs) Now, it's not the be-all, end-all to seduction, but what it is, is basically... I will go we'll go more deep into it, it's but like it's a like a good concept to. It's hypnosis. Yeah. All right. There's two kinds of hypnosis. There's like, like this. It's hypnosis. There's the whole hypnosis everyone thinks of, where you're just there with your eyes closed or whatever the case is. All right. But there's also hypnosis that just happens right in front of your face. Yeah. On a on a conscious level, like for example, subconscious. Level. We grew up in the hood, and there's places in the hood where it might look really shitty. But if it's a place where I've been, we were there as a kid, even though it looks really shitty, you can be there and feel these positive emotions yeah. because you've had this association repeated because you've been there so many times as a kid. And when you were there as a kid, even though it was shitty, you had all these positive memories. So you have this inherent positive emotion attached to that environment. Nostalgia. That's why you can hear a shitty song and... Oops, I did it again. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I remember that year. You feel, you actually feel good hearing Britney Spears and all that gay <laughs> shit because you're like, oh shit. It just, it makes you feel good. It takes you back to a time where you think about those. Same thing can happen negatively. For example, my pops passed away on Christmas. So on Christmas, I'd be like, fuck Christmas. Yeah. My NLP for Christmas is hard. It's like, hell, that shit flipped like fully on its head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you're around women, it's everything is an association and the association you create to it. So if a guy wants to get a girl to do something sexual and he's every time he talks about it, it's become it's a logical conversation, for example, or it's like a so let's do this or whatever. Like he doesn't associate arousal to it. It's just it's not that's just you want to convince chicks with their emotions, not not by logic or whatever the case is. For mm-hmm. example, I had a chick, I'm in I'm having sex with her and Basically, I'm having her say yes every time I thrust. So now there's a when you say yes, there's just an inherent positive emotion you have to the word yes uh-huh. because yes has just always been a positive yes. You know what I mean? You say yes uh-huh. when you want to do some shit. You say no when you don't want to do some shit. So just by doing that, no is rejection. Yes is acceptance. Exactly. That's She's why accepting the dick. Exactly. That's why it's also <laughs> good to get girls to get used to speaking in bed and being more audible uh-huh. in bed because then. You can do things like that, and they just, it's just, it's a release, man. NLP, some NLP shit, man. For example, if I say terrorist and you think of a Muslim guy, that was NLP'd into you because if you ask a Muslim guy, he probably thinks some guy in a suit is a terrorist or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's all, every, all our NLP is different. You know what I mean? That's why people can come from all these different backgrounds and feel 
differently about all these different things because we all have these mm-hmm. emotions attached to certain things. It's like mm-hmm. I have emotions attached to certain sports because I seen them as a kid. That's why I don't even want to call it NLP because it's not only linguistically, like it's not only with words. You know what I'm saying? It could it's be body with, language. It, it could, could be, be yeah, yeah, imagery, anything. body language, just. Smell so, yeah, is, a, exactly. is one of the strongest Exa- by mad far. Other shit. So we got to find a name for that shit, bro. An own little theory for just like memory, like or positive emotion connections and shit, or like positive, just positive re like imagery and reimagining shit. I don't know. It's like for example, one thing that I did the other day. I I seen a chick that I hadn't seen in mad long, right? And basically, one of the first things that we did together was we went to fucking Uncle Luigi's and got some fucking ice cream. So I actually got some Uncle Luigi's ice cream, and we was eating the Uncle Luigi's ice good? cream after that shit was is good. What kind of ice cream you got? I got chocolate fudge chunks. This nigga, this is sick. I love fucking chocolate, chocolate, man. Chocolate it, on chocolate. It is what it is, What's the most chocolate man. thing you have in here? To each thousand, <laughs> exactly. I want to fucking all your chocolate flavor. But basically, I didn't even mention our first date and that it evolved that. I, it just naturally, just she just recalled it and it connected it just brought all the however yeah. comfort she felt when we first I went bet anytime first date, she goes there now she's gonna associate that shit with me because like, oh so this was like the first time she had that shit that's a fact and also though just it was a great first date and we had a good time and she was just smiling the whole fucking date so now she's eating this ice cream again and it just brings back that emotion that she associates with this fucking ice cream even though we didn't even verbally say it it was just a subconscious mental thing. Yeah. So shit like Yo, that man, it could be anything. You could even be a little. <laughs> yeah, I used to be on my slick shit, man. I mm-hmm. this isn't something everyone's gonna do, but yeah. I like magic as a kid, so I like doing illusions and shit. And one of the best types of magic I like is gift magic, like something where you do something crazy, do something somebody's quarter, they dollar, and then you're like, here, keep the dollar, motherfucker. Now for the rest of their life, they got this crazy dollar. They gonna be like, yo, yeah, one time this street magician did some shit with this dollar. Like, look at this shit. Like, you know what I mean? That shit was always awesome. So I was like, man, I'm just do that shit on on, on dates or whatever the yeah, case is. Yeah, yeah. So I might do something little with some chicks, objects. I might do some mentalism, and then when I like, I basically force her to pick a a, a certain item, mm-hmm. and she thinks she picked it naturally or whatever. There's a mentalism effect. I now I'll take that shit and I'll look at her and I'll be like, all right, I want you to see this right here. I'm gonna let you have this. And when you get home, when you look at this, you're gonna think back to this moment right here and you're gonna smile. You're just gonna you're gonna feel this warm fucking feeling. So, but don't look at it until you get home or something like that. Or I'll just give her that thing. So now later on, when she looks at it, she's always gonna look at it and think back to that thing. So that's just a little hack. That's just one little thing because I was just on my I was on my p's and q's, man. I'm always on my P's and Q's. That's just something that's just easy for me. I know not everyone's going to do that, but here's a, a more lighter example. If a girl says something positive, if you ask a girl something about her passions or her life story, and she says something, and she actually opens up to you, you respond with a lot of energy. Like, oh, shit, that's awesome. I knew I actually had a friend who fucking did this. And you high five. The moment she goes, oh, I'm, I'm an artist. Oh, really? Awesome. That's fucking, I fucking love art. Whatever. High five. Man, now she has an association. By opening up, she now has an association to positive emotion. Like, 
I open up and I feel this positive emotion and physical contact with this person. Ah. So now you associated. Oh, when you open up to this person, you feel positive and you feel you this physical touch. You get a little treat. Touch. You get a yeah. Scooby snack, bitch. <laughs> oh man. But um, that, that's look, dope. That's parents dope. also do this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you're a parent, my dad used to always point his finger at me when he'd do some shit. Like, don't do this shit. Point the finger. So now, if he's just saying something in general, say like he's training me in boxing or something, and he's like, yo, don't do this, and he puts his finger up, I'm going to have an automatic like childhood PTSD. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. I'll make sure the doubles are child. I'm not going to do it. I'm not gonna <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because you fucking have an association to that, to that finger right there. Man. And I guess it's the same thing with positive shit. That is a fucking... Yeah, that's interesting. Fucking... That's like it's so simple, but it's so powerful. That's a fucking great idea. Yeah, so. you so you could also use this to help get over like breakups. Like think of all of a chick's negative flaws and write them down on a piece mm-hmm. of paper. It might sound a little extreme, but just have the list in front of you. Uh, she got a big ass nose. Uh, pussy wasn't all that great tasting. Oh, mm. she she was a selfish bitch. A oh. family mad dysfunctional. Yeah. Fucking. I don't even know, yo. Her she dog got three ugly. kids. <laughs> Wait. I don't want to offend all my mothers out there that are listening. But you should have quit at two. But anyways. Um, Bitch, you, you can't be- handle three. <laughs> you nah, wanna, I don't know. Um, some super moms out there. And some super I don't mean I got a fucking moms out there. But <laughs> it was number five in the document. Let's do it. Let's brother. do it. Let's do it. Remember, she's just a girl. You have a big advantage being in college. You are in a social circle bubble, and it lets you open up girls much easier, unlike strangers on the street. Mm. And also, there's just a lot of girls in college. You know what I mean? You're not. This is just the time. This is the time. There's no other time in life where a bunch of vaginas just gonna be surrounding you. Well, not for free. But a lot of these motherfuckers don't really feel like you're paying it out of pocket. So in a yeah. sense, it can kind of feel free. Yeah. This is the last. After this, motherfucker, you're going to have to pay to go to the club. Exactly. You're going to have to pay to go to the bar. You're gonna, this is the time where you can just frolic and build your life. But also, man, kill it. Kill Plus, it. it's a time when they're in, a, in abundance all the time. Instead of waiting for some high, high volume area of where there's always bad bitches on the weekend or some shit it's literally every day because they live around the college or they dorm around the college or they're on campus all the time so there's so uh, such an abundance of different kinds of girls and just all types and just an abundance in general a a large amount of girls in one place you know what one thing i fucking hate about college shit Mm -hmm. in america Mm -hmm. nick motherfuckers don't get their own dorm so you have two people in a room. So it's like that every so time dumb. I fucked with girls in college and campuses, it's like and some goofy roommate. It gotta be like, oh my roommate, your roommate out, oh, my roommate's out, and all this type of shit. And like I remember one time, nah, bitch, I'm fucking you in front of your roommate, man. Yeah. What are we like twelve? Like, come on. One time, this chick's roommate came in. It was a big-ass wet spot on the bed. <laughs> and she sat right next to it. She didn't oh even realize. Oh, my God, yeah. I, I just went to the bathroom. I was like, all right, it's time for me to... I'm removing myself from this situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so deep. Hey, man, that was some... 
quote unquote DHV. Yo, I hear so I've heard dudes be like, yo, man, I'm in college, but my roommates are fucking shut in in cell. This motherfucker be in the room all day. I'm like, yeah, I can't fuck no bitches. He do weirdo shit like leave the microwave on all night. Like, yo, shit. bro, here's ten dollars. Go to the cafeteria, do some shit, go read a book. I don't know, man. Just get the fuck out. Or put, take him under your wing, man. Don't be selfish. Share the game with everybody, man. Share this podcast with them. And tell them to fucking get out there and do their shit. Don't just leave your homies in the dust, man. If you see some dude is struggling with women... That's or, a fact. Hey, just put, put him, him on. on. Like, like, hey, the man. fuck? My man, fuck you don't gotta not. be greedy, man. You don't gotta have all the bitches to yourself. <laughs> you Plus, s- as far as it being easier to, to, to approach... Girls in college, if you're in if you're in that college and it's just you're on campus or whatever, is they're way more open to talk to you because you already share something in common. It's like Fuck. it's like almost like you already have that quali- qualification for yeah. Her. Being in college is like being in this big club mm-hmm. where you can talk to other people with permission. You know what I mean? Like when exactly. you're in public, you almost have to explain. Plus, isn't college supposed to be? Isn't college supposed to be the place where you everybody shares ideas and free thinking and all that shit? Yeah, isn't that part of the allure to that allure to that allure, whatever, however you fucking say it? A lot of dudes get worried, like, oh, what if I go to too many chicks and then I get a reputation and all this shit? Like, dude, what? Good, like what? You should be have a reputation for going up to a lot of bitches, because it's like, what do you want the reputation of not going up to any bitches? That's worse. Yeah, you know what I noticed? A lot of dudes, like, they want the success, but they don't want everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I heard, I read a, a post the other day that was like, how can I show abundance with women to this girl without coming across like a fuckboy? Yeah, and I was that was like, weird. What the fuck does that even mean, mean, man? Like, what does that mean? Are, like, are you ashamed of fucking other bitches or are you not? It's like... Yo, it, it just irritates me because those same dudes will be the ones lying to bitches all day and then they'll call me a pig because I'm honest with bitches and I mm-hmm. let them know. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a fact. Yeah, plus, baby, you want to join in? Plus, I think that's just a, a way, that fake-ass morality that bothers me. <sighs> like, come on, bro. Like, if you if you had five bitches go up to you that were dimes, back-to-back, like, you want to fuck? Like, you would say no. Oh, no. I'm not that type of person. I'm a, like, you know what I'm saying? Trying to act like a saint. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't fuck those five bitches back to back to back to back. It's just, like, I feel like it's excuses. It's an excuse to not go out there and, and, and approach as much women as possible. It's like, you're giving yourself an out by saying some shit like that. Like, Yo, claiming that it's have against another your morality. It's going to be called bitch-ass excuses men make in dating. That's a fact. I'm tired of, yo, we got to start with all these SEO titles because it's necessary, but sometimes it's like it hurts us, I feel like, because we spit all this real shit, but then we we try to take an analytical kind of approach, like three ways to blah, 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 blah. But sometimes shit just has to be said the way it is. (laughs) Bitch ass excuses dudes always fucking make. And it's even worse when someone has to shit on something else to cope with what they own, with what they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, all right. It's like, 
This happens with anything in life. For example, there might be a category where a bunch of people are doing something and they're doing it in a certain way. And then when you come into it new, they're like, oh, yo, you got to go through this. You got to do it this way, this way. You got to get seasoned yeah. this way, this way. And then when you're like, nah, I don't want to do it that way. I'm going to do it this way. And they're like, no, no, you got to tone it down and play more in the middle. So, you know, yeah. and then when you're like, nah, fuck that. The problem is, is when you have the balls to be the person who goes all the way and doesn't hold back. Mm-hmm. When you reach success because you didn't hold back, those people who played it safe are now angry as fuck because they're in the middle and they're watching you soar past them doing what they always wanted to do was to be all the way, and they didn't. So now they have to watch someone make it past them while not holding back, which is what they thought was the right idea to become successful, to become popping in that thing yeah. and now the, and the only thing is like no listen if you wanted to play fucking safe you want to have marriage with four kids don't look at me with four bad bitches and then get angry at me or try to call them whores or try to fucking shit on that because like if you're happy with your middle cl- with your life that was handed to you or your average life or whatever you want to call it yeah. white picket fence marriage then don't shit on someone else who aren't you happy? Happy people don't gotta tear down someone else's shit. You would just be like, exactly. oh, that's cool for that's, them. Yeah, exactly. But I like this. Exactly. To each their own type shit instead of like. And sometimes the they will say that, but it'll sound in a way where it's like, just yeah, like, yeah, like you like, just trying to low key throw salt shade. shade. Yeah. Shitty ass motherfuckers. This, this could happen to anything. This doesn't just have to be dating. Like, for example, in dating, it could be a situation where you, you date multiple women and dudes will be like, oh, I wouldn't want to blah, blah, blah. In other situations, it could be like a comedian. Maybe a comedian goes all the way with his jokes. And then other comedians like, oh, don't joke about that. But then when he gets popping because, oh, man, you keep it so real. These yeah. other people aren't keeping it as real. Now those other people who are playing it safe are looking at that person salty. salty and then they start them. trying to copy. Mm-hmm. They start trying to do that a little bit now. Now they're like, okay, let me loosen up a bit. Now that I see the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. People want to see it first. But the thing is, sometimes in order to really break in life, you got to be the fucking first person. Yeah, you, you got to invent the, the niche. Trail, exactly. Bro. You can't. People want proof first. But it's like, if you have proof, then that just means a whole bunch of other motherfuckers are doing it now. Sometimes it's better to be the one who breaks it to everybody. And this is off topic, but this is just life philosophy in general. That's a fact, man. That's we always on topic. That's what I'm saying about this, 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 even this topic right here, how to attract college girls. It's not, this shit applies. Everything we're saying here, besides the specific ass fucking campus shit and the frat shit, most of it applies in all areas, not just to college girls and not just to college life. It, it's like a lot of these concepts that we've been talking about apply to everything. Yeah, because we want to fully equip you. Because if you get out of college, because I know people, I know people where, their social life was the shit, and then they got out of college, and now they're like, I can't even get no bitches. It's like, because you relied on those environments. Yep. You relied on the alcohol. You relied on your friends. Mm-hmm. You relied on everyone knowing each other and being able to just say hi. And then they settle, and then they, they get on some scarcity shit, 
and they just wife up the, the second exactly. chick they fucking work or some shit like they make the excuse for themselves well i'm growing up now i'm not in college anymore so that's in so the past i'm growing Yo, up that's in the past that's fucking shit. crazy yep. that you say that that's so true yeah what it is that's the fucking fact so many dudes be like yeah that was my younger part of your year you know but it's like no motherfucker that's just because you were surrounded by it and now yeah. you're not so you can't you don't want to manifest that yeah, reality you for don't yourself. have enough skill sets or you don't have enough balls to man now manifest a new reality with all other hot chicks you can only do it when it's all around you and you had friends Friends and and fucking alcohol and shit, yo. That's so, yo. You just blew my mind with that, man. Absolutely, man. Um, let me let me hit y'all with a fucking bonus tip. Let's keep it going. I had unleash gang. Start greeting and saying hi to everyone. That was in all caps, by the way. It will make you popular as shit. Even all if. Even if all you do is say hi and keep it moving. That's a fact. The, if, the visual image of you being able to communicate with everybody will Ooh, keep your yes image sir. up and naturally open up girls to speaking to you since everyone else has accepted you and they've seen it. Woo, yo, that's one of the most powerful things, man. I feel like we've been talking about it and I just want to restress it, that shit. When you, it, it's almost like muscle memory. When you fucking get so used to speaking to everyone, all of a sudden speaking to new people is m- like some instinctual shit for you you're so used to saying hi to everybody that it's not weird to you to go up to say hi to this beautiful girl you just also another thing if you say hi to someone and they have friends say hi to their friends too exactly like i know a kid in my building and for years he always says what's up to everybody like Mm -hmm. he'll go on the basketball court say what's up shake everybody's hand you could be with two people he'll say what's up to you shake and say what's up to them like he knows them and that shit is one of the best habits you can build that's a powerful shit yeah, like just just being seen, like that was an important point. Just being seen, saying hi to people. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yo, what's up? Oh, hey, how to this? Like to everybody, that automatically makes you look like you're validated by everybody. Even if you are fucking everybody, even if you are with all them types of chicks, even if you're just a friend zone type of motherfucker, just the fact that you're cool with people will let girls be like, okay, it's not embarrassing to be seen with him not that you know what i mean that's the type of chicks you want but uh, or that you shouldn't even fucking care yeah just but at the same time though it's just a mindset and also imagery we talked about imagery earlier if she's used to t- if she's seen you around saying hi to people she knows it's okay to fucking have a conversation with you because she's seen you being social and she knows that you're just a social person and and it just shows comfort with yourself and comfort with talking to people and why wouldn't you want to create that image and why wouldn't you make that want to make that image a reality that's what you should be doing anyway that's what you should want to be doing meeting new people and experiencing new things and fucking being comfortable enough in your own skin and comfortable enough in general that you can speak to anybody at any moment the old lady at the grocery line your barber fucking i don't know the cab driver, whatever, who cares? Your Uber driver, whatever it is, you always feel comfortable expressing yourself and know how to talk and you get used to talking in general, just talking. Yeah, man. So, yeah. In fact, then you be on fire and then you become the campus god. Yeah, man. The campus god. We're going to call this the campus god episode. <laughs> how to become the, the god. campus god. But the first and foremost, you want to become a killer in your own right. Become a killer in your own right, then you turn any environment into your fucking plaything. 
That's a fact, and that's ultimately the goal. And also, 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 it also makes you better in all these environments because you won't be as reliant on them. So you won't be doing goofy shit because you're playing it not to lose or you're playing it safe because you don't want to fuck it up. Or every day there's this girl in my college class. So every day you're waking up, putting on your best outfit, hoping that maybe today's little five-minute interaction will go better or maybe go somewhere that it didn't yesterday or the day before, this and then dude. then maybe you show up and the bitch ain't even show up because she was sick, and now you're like, oh man, she's not even there. I've dressed yeah. up all man. You don't want any fucking relying on that shit. This dude asked me. I don't know if this is on top. Well, it kind of is, but this dude asked me. So should I say hi to her at the end of class in the classroom as I'm packing up my stuff, or should I stay hi to her and go up to her once we're in the hallway? Like what? What fucking difference does it make, bro? Like, I don't even know. I don't even understand that question. Like, what difference does it make between walking up to her at the end of class, in the classroom, and or outside the classroom? I don't yeah, it don't really know. matter if you're trash. It's exactly. Like, like yeah. Should I take a trash three-pointer or should I go in the lane with a trash layup? <laughs> like, either way, it's going to be trash. You just not be trash first. You shouldn't even be And then you wouldn't have to worry about those little fucking details. Exactly. That's what it is. Like, you shouldn't even be worrying about that little shit. Yeah, it's, it, it would be like if someone had a business, right? And they didn't build a uh, audience. Uh, they didn't build a relationship, emotional relationship with their audience. And they're like, "How do I put a pop up on my website where you click it and it sends you to this thing where this is sale thing and it, like all these little hacks? Like, how do I do an email course? Like that shit don't even matter if people don't even like you or if like if people don't have an emotion. Like if you have a powerful emotional connection, all them little hacks won't even matter. People will literally be like, "Yo, where is the buy button, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to buy this shit." Like people will because they fuck with you. Like you don't need the little You won't have to be like like, Should I ask for a number here Because if you build that emotional connection Mm -hmm. It's just gonna be natural You're not gonna have to do all that Flippity dibbity hibbity shit Speaking of which Just to wrap this up I've had people tell me Yo why isn't Why don't you have your shit on Patreon I've had multiple people tell me that They wanna fucking Like if they fuck with your shit They want to see you succeed And they want They wanna support you A lot of people just wanna support you And I think that's just an aspect of it. Like, yo, put your shit. And by the way, that is coming up. So pretty soon we're gonna start putting up these shits on Patreon, putting on exclusive posts and shit like that for you guys. And also eventually maybe some bonus episodes yeah, for we'll you guys. Yeah, we'll be on Patreon by Drew minimum. Absolutely. Maximum. Maximum. Have that up for you guys, maybe an extra episode a week. You know, you know, talk out some ideas. But basically we're trying to get more content out to you guys, man. Now you you selling this shit weak. This shit gonna be the littiest, the <laughs> hypest Patreon. You go here, you're gonna hear shit that you ain't never heard before. You hear this shit, you're gonna be like, oh my god, it's like Indiana Jones shit. I gotta mm. bury this shit. I gotta fucking <laughs> throw out a Put map a booby trap. with a bunch of fucking wrong directions to throw motherfuckers <laughs> off. So people never discover this shit ever in life. Put a fucking fake glass monkey thing, uh, weight thing. They want to like have a kid. A my son, I'm going to take him through a fucking trap. library where you got to pull a book out just to turn the fucking bookcase. You got to go down eight the lost steps. episodes of the Gin and Juice like, podcast. Listen, son, this is the moment where everything you thought you knew in life is going to change. Are you ready for this, The son? holy grail of pimpness. The number one rule. Of the Unleashed Podcast is not to talk about the Unleashed Podcast. <laughs> no, the, but actually talk Patreon. about the Unleashed Podcast. No, no, yeah, yeah, talk about it. <laughs> Tell all your friends. <laughs> so with that being said, people, this wraps up another episode. 
Yo, yes. man. It was dope. We got a new setup. We got a, I got a new setup. The channel's been inactive for two weeks. And I know. But we about to rise out this bitch like a fucking flaming phoenix. Out the ash. It feels good, man. It's the summertime, man. Let's get it. Let's get it, bro. See you next week, people. All right, people. Peace. Peace.